What's going on, Internet? Thank you for listening to the Winging It podcast. This podcast contains anecdotal advice and discussions about our own journeys into adulthood. We, the hosts, are all recent graduates, but by no means life coaches or licensed experts. With that in mind, please sit back, relax, and enjoy your flight. Hello, one and all, and welcome to the Wing in a Podcast. Big, I thought you big pause for dramatic name. effect. I thought you forgot the name. <laughs> I thought... I thought I thought you were making fun of Matt and hello, welcome hey. to the wing and there's, podcast. There's a, there is a distinct line in the sand between sultry episode, and constipated, or whatever the heck you walk did. and you walk right over it every episode. <laughs> episode sixty nine of the wing. Oh, it is sixty nine. It's the sex number. <laughs> no, I didn't even get to say the joke. Chris took it. Oh, lame. Let's cancel it. Um, yeah. So, anyways, um, I went to. It's warming up here. The weather's been pretty nice, and so I went to um, go. Hit I'm some Matt. Golf and the other balls. guy's Chris, by the way. Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever. I'm, they, I'm they know we got we Matt and Chris here. They know. If you don't know, then. You don't know, now you know, (laughs) Mr. President. So I, (laughs) um, so yeah, I went to the golf course, went out to the, went to go out to the driving range, went up to the counter to buy a bucket that I could fill some golf balls with. And it was pretty busy because it was like the first day it was over 70 degrees in Iowa all year. And, um, so I was just kind of, you know, making chit chat with a lady at the counter. I was like, yeah. I, I was sure it'd be busy out here today just because I could see I was going to have to wait for a spot to open up on the range. And she went, oh, do you want to play? Like, as in, do you want to play around? Like, do you want us to find, like, a group of three that you could be their fourth? And, like, I totally understood the question, but the thought of, like, a, like, just... You mean hanging strangers? out with three <laughs> strangers for like two to four hours, <laughs> like playing yeah. a game, was honestly one of the most terrifying things anybody had ever asked me in my whole life. Man, broke out I'm, scared hives. Of, <laughs> I'm scared of matchmaking and talking to random people in video games. I can't imagine them being able to see me in my glory, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That was kind of the thing. It, it kind of got me thinking, and, I, and this is kind of something I struggled a lot more when I was um, in like my late teens and early twenties. But like, you, you, sometimes like things bother me or keep me from doing things that I'd want to do. Because honestly, like if I could get over the social anxiety of that, like just driving up to a golf course with no plans and being like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna find," not even to play golf. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean to play golf. No like, yeah, I'm just gonna find like three people to play with, and like you know maybe I'll make some friends or like at the very least I'll have somebody to talk to for a little bit, and we'll play golf, and I'll go home, and I won't have um like eight panic attacks on every hole. It's like <laughs> the idea of it sounds awesome, and I don't know. I I think I sometimes question, you know, is it? I don't. I don't say normal. I've kind of got. I I kind of got taught to get away from thinking like that, but like, is it? Is it common, you know, to have fears like that? And even if it, you know, if it is or isn't common, if that even matters. And because I, th- I think that everyone's where, like, you know, if you have some kind of issue, 
that's like not comment not like it's like harmful enough like to your life that it keeps you from doing things but also common enough that like oh there is like science out there for that and um you know like remedies or whatever you know similar to just like social anxiety in general or or general anxiety but i think there is kind of those things in the middle where it's like i don't know if this is common and even if it is like i don't i don't know what to do about this and i think it's kind of similar in a way to what chris talked about like this is a while ago um throwback episode but Chris is talking about how do you just like go to a bar and have fun. Um, and I think a, the difference between that situation and the situation I'm talking about, I think, is alcohol. Well, alcohol, but I mean, <laughs> no, I think, no, 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 no. Alcohol <laughs> both is involved. Alcohol is involved in both. But like, <laughs> I don't know. It, it seemed like Chris was more just wanting to have fun with Emily. Like, if, 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 um, like if it weren't for Emily, it seemed like Chris would not maybe wouldn't have had like the want to go to like a a, a pump and bar. A bar. And oh, go have fun. absolutely not. That I can confirm right. that for sure. Yeah. Whereas this is kind of a situation where it's like, no, like I like if I could get over this like insurmountable social anxiety that I have. Well, that, that's kind of like the joke I was making a second ago. But actually, like I legitimately want to play GTFO. Right. A video game that has for non gamers out there, a video game that has no it you have to play it multiplayer, no single player, and it's extremely punishing and not everybody is a masochist like me. So I would have to like talk to random people, you know. And yeah. I wanna and play I think this I, game, but I, I my social anxiety stops me. Maybe yeah. it's the anon anonymity. How do you say that word? Anonymity. Anonymity. Yeah. Anonymity. Uh, you know, anonymity. Anonymity. Go. Yeah, there we go. Wow. Of like video anonymity. games. Like I touched I'll just, the butt. <laughs> like I'll get on Siege and as soon as somebody makes fun of me for being bad at Siege, I'll I'll just lay into them, even if I'm completely wrong. And everybody that's listening <laughs> that I play Siege to with can can confirm that. But um like yeah, like real life, it's like no, like it, 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 it's one of those things where it's like, no, I do it would be nice to actually be able to just talk to strangers and feel comfortable and yeah. Part of that is like I don't know. It seems it seems almost kind of something with our generation too, like that we don't like talking to strangers because it feels like maybe it's just because they're older. But talking to like my grandparents and people, you know, past their seventies, like you, maybe they just got to the age where you know the give a care just kind of goes away. But like you know, talking to a stranger versus talk, they're just as comfortable talking to a stranger as talking to somebody you know they've known for their whole lives. So this is kind of what I was talking about. I don't know if this is even something we can discuss on or not, but it was just a thought that I, that I had this week. So a question about your specific situation. Um, did you see the other group? No, like, it wasn't like, she wasn't like, there's another group looking for a fourth. She was like, oh, like there's probably a group looking for a third or fourth guy if you want me to try and find somebody for you to play around with. Okay, so it wasn't like, because I would feel more comfortable, you know, playing with people my age or versus like if she said, Here's a group that you can jump with, and it's like everybody's seventy-eight years old, and they're doing the yeah. daily afternoon. You're suddenly golf golfing session. with a bunch of congressmen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was gonna get political, and I stopped myself. <laughs> Matt Gates, what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a "Would you like to enter the matchmaking queue?" question, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. more or less. But yeah, well, and then like. 
I don't know. I suppose I thought of one way that could take the pressure off, I guess, of that would be play best ball. But best ball sucks. Yeah, no, honestly, it's like I think eventually I will get to the point, you know, I, I, I'd I, be totally comfortable just being a bogey player as long as I can, you know, not head into the the, the awkward part. I think of golf, even when you're playing with people, you know, well, is when you hit into the trees or like every single hole or you're looking for your ball and you're slowing everybody down and you can tell that there's like two groups behind you and then you're trying to rush just makes you more nervous which makes you play worse yeah like i can see myself eventually getting over that just by practicing but and i, th- I think i've talked about this before I, th- I uh like just talking to counselors about social anxiety they're like oh like just do it like put yourself in more uncomfortable situations and you will eventually become more comfortable and i think in practice what actually happens with I just get used to feeling uncomfortable more than actually feeling comfortable. So I think like really it's just a buildup. Like it's just a tolerance of like how, how long can I feel like anxious and stressed out talking to people? Like it, it never, it, it never got to the point where it was like, Oh, I'm starting to enjoy this more. It was more just like building up a muscle where I can endure <laughs> this uncomfortable <laughs> feeling for yeah. longer. Well, and um, I don't know. I think that I find that suggestion to kind of be, easy to suggest and really hard to put into practice you know like just put yourself in more uncomfortable situations oh okay so if i go cut my hand every time i go into the kitchen i won't worry about it so much when i'm cutting vegetables next time (laughs) you know what i mean you have 10 fingers for a reason you can you you can lose a couple yeah (laughs) like um i don't know it's this that seems like the same to me a little bit and and i totally under that understand that feeling like of worrying about slowing Mm -hmm. down the group especially like i'm a pretty I am competent at golf. Like that's Mm -hmm. the end, you know, (laughs) like I wouldn't say I'm good or anything like that. And, um, I know how stressed I get when there's people behind me in a buffet line. <laughs> like, <laughs> grab and move, yeah, grab and yeah, move. Yeah, like I'm being indecisive. I don't know what I want. Oh, did I take too much? Are they thinking about how much I took? Am I taking too long? Like, you know, oh my God, I grabbed the wrong utensil. Uh-oh, it slipped into the soup, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, well, and I mean, in golf, like, you know, just this, like, it's a very particular instance, but, like, if you're slowing people down, like, people will get upset. Like, in a buffet line, it's like, you know... Some people might get like a little annoyed yeah, or whatever, that's, but it's that's like, one of those just Chris things. Yeah, I think like in golf, like no, you're pissing people off definitely if you're taking if you're taking too long. Yeah, but I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where I'm like, man, does everybody just go through life like this, just uncomfortable and like <laughs> their stomach hurting a lot of the time? But, <laughs> well, so d- does any of this stem from like the pandemic? side of things or no no definitely not definitely not oh because i've i think what it i think it's an interesting window into this because i i don't particularly have social anxiety i don't mm-hmm. think in ter- in the same degree that you guys do where like talking talking to strangers i don't like i think retail knocked that out of me to a certain <laughs> yeah. degree where i was like oh if i'm nice i get tips okay I've like society has taught me to value that skill. So I just like, I, <laughs> I, my, my brain molded that shape. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I, I don't have that, but in the lens of the, the panharmonicon, um, I can't like the grocery store the now. What? 
by like 10 minutes hold on hold on i just picked a word okay (laughs) okay so all right can we we do a little bit of a matt intervention thing here for a second Um, (laughs) okay so you seem to reach and grab sayings and words just out of the ether and i need to know if you know what they mean or because i never know what they mean um, and then I, I, then I I'm most not listening. Of the ti- like I want to say a solid eighty percent of the time I know what they mean. Okay, the other twenty percent I say with enough confidence that you can't tell if I know it or no. Right, and <laughs> the but that giant bookshelf behind me has to be worth something. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, this isn't true. just for show. That's true. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, man, I do I know that? Have I heard that word? Man, am I an idiot or is Matt really smart? Or am, like, you know, and then I've dismissed. This one's cheating though, because Panharmonicon is a magic card. Oh. Oh. So Man, I no, let that just I'm roll not smart. In one I just right don't the other one. <laughs> leave. <Yeah. laughs> Tom was just smiling and nodding. He's just like, yeah, that sounded it started with a P. Sounds good. It's like when um people like or they're reading a word, they're like, I don't I, I had to like or it's I it's the difference between um, I think when you become more literate and like you don't read, you don't read, uh, you don't actually read the letters. You look at the shape of the word. And I feel like I have that for just Matt talking where it's like, yeah, I can figure it out through context. I can't decide if I'm insulted or not. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's a compliment or just a, wow, God, if Matt would just shut up just no. a little bit. Cause there's, there's, a, it's not, it's not bad. And I, an intervention was probably a harsh way to push it or put it, but like, I sometimes when you talk, I do do the like look at the camera that's not there kind of face. You know what I mean? Because I don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we can move on back to being awkward. What was I saying? You you're, you you don't said, have like the socially awkward. Thing. Okay, I, I found yeah. it. Yeah. So normally I don't, but through the pandemonium, uh. I when I go to the grocery store and I'm shopping and I can't quite find the thing I need and there's too many people in the aisle that I'm trying to go down. Oh yeah. I break yeah. out in a cold sweat. Yeah. Like I do have that I will even see the 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 silver lining for me about the pandemic it has given me the excuse to do the thing that I always want to do before the pandemic, which oh, is okay. never be within six feet of anybody ever. <laughs> <laughs> Just like when that stuff came out of the CDC, I was like, great, got it. Already doing it. Let's, keep going. Let's go. Done deal. Am I Dr. Fauci? I might be. We were all Dr. Fauci. If we looked inside. <laughs> well, and but so like I can understand. I, under, I, I understand to a degree, but. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I cannot be the advisor for how to handle it. Well, and my thing, and I don't know if you're the same way, Tom, or if it's all like, I wouldn't really consider myself to be a socially awkward person in general. I think it's like when I have prolonged Mm -hmm. contact with anybody like matchmaking in a video game, or, um, I think it's like when there's someone depending on me in any form or fashion, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, yeah, that is a big problem for me. That's when I start to do like the breakout of cold sweat because like, like in golf, people are depending on me to keep things moving or the buffet line or in a video game. But as far as like the smatterings of like conversation, which is, I think like what Matt, you were kind of getting at, I, you know, I don't have any problem doing stuff like that, but it's like kind of getting over 
your actions affecting other people, no matter how minute they are. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. yeah, I get that a little bit. Um, but I, yeah, mine. I think mine more just stems from anytime I'm talking to people for whatever reason. It's just like it just takes me a really long time to warm up to people. Is kind of the the crux of it. Um, and I've been trying to figure out why that is forever and haven't figured it out yet. Probably I never yeah. will, but I mean, we played basketball in like third grade or whatever. Yeah. And you didn't talk <laughs> yeah. to me until seventh. Yeah. So there's that. I punched Matt and um, I punched Matt in the head, and then we didn't talk again until eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, that was true. That is a true story <laughs> that I'm not going to elaborate um, on. I'm just going to leave that nugget hanging nope, out there. Nope. <laughs> cool. So yeah. Anyways, I think I've I've rambled on that a little bit before, but it was just kind of a funny experience that I wanted to bring. Yeah, up. I really don't know how to, and that's a I. You know, like you said, counselors will be like, "Oh, you got to put yourself in those situations." I literally don't know what else you could do, other than that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and but it's still super, super, super hard to do. Like I just need to queue up into GTFO sometime and just go for it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know if that Yeah, like I whole said about the whole muscle thing before, but Well, what I have is a different kind of anxiety, a primal Gross. Well, no, I probably the same thing. It's probably <laughs> like uh, it's it, this is you know, it's all about instinct and like what your body your it's not really your conscious mind that's in control. It's your body saying, "You need to be scared now." regardless of everything that the world is telling you you it's time to panic because uh Aaron and I experienced this this weekend where I'm upstairs in the office I'm having a you know grand old time probably doing my taxes or some nonsense and I'm just you know clicking around and I hear Aaron make a noise that she has never made in the <laughs> in all the years that we've been dating <laughs> She hit like she she likes to joke when we're, she's singing in the car, um, or singing while we're doing chores. We got radio playing that she's basically a tenor, like her range is the lower range, the lower register. And Saturday morning, she became a soprano for a brief <laughs> moment because uh, evidently there was a mouse in the kitchen, and she just screams, you know, "There's a mouse in the house! There's a mouse in the house!" Like. As higher than that, I don't want to blow out the mic, but <laughs> just I I couldn't understand her. I thought someone broke into the house and was murdering her. <laughs> that is what I thought happened. And so I run down the stairs and she said there was a mouse. He just kind of walked out in the middle of the day, walked out and then walked underneath the oven, which is weird. And in just the middle of the that day, r- middle of the day, whatever. And so I'm like, OK. Like that's that sucks. A that sucks. Like I don't want to have to deal with mice. I've never had to deal with mice before, but that sucks. I'll run to uh, Home Depot and I will get us some traps. And so I went and I got a live trap, and I got a I got two I got a little package of the hideaway traps. kill traps. <laughs> what? Dead traps. I'm sick of that too. The dead yeah. traps. Yeah. <laughs> What? Wait, live traps what? and dead you said trap. I got a, li- a live trap and then a dead trap. Well, yeah, that's what it is. That's what they're yeah. called. Don't 
see, you guys make fun of me for my words, but at least I call them the things that they're called. You can't just can't just be like, uh, uh, Matt says words. Like, shut up. So I get the traps, and I set up the live one, and it's this you know metal grate thing, and you you have this little balance plate in the middle, and you put some peanut butter on it, and you set it down. And I'm like, all right, cool. Maybe you know we'll set it now. Probably in a little while it'll trigger and then we can kind of take care of it. Put the peanut butter on, set it down, and I need to make my lunch. And I'm making my lunch, and I shit you not, the mouse peeks out from under the oven being like, what you making, bud? And I (laughs) scream at the top of my lungs, jump up, and like run out of there. And Aaron and I were talking about it. It's like, we are so much bigger than mice. Yeah, We are so much bigger. There's no reason that we should be as scared of them as we are but i have been traumatized for the last couple days i I, like because i just we set the trap out i ran away and my lunch was hostage (laughs) in the microwave and i sent you guys the video and i'll probably share it on our twitter tomorrow um the this mouse this mouse i don't think was super healthy or it was like it might have been on its last legs or it huffed some paint or something. I don't know what happened, but it wasn't right in the head because it just walked out in the middle of my kitchen in the middle of the day and sat in the middle of the floor. Like it was it it almost acted like it was a pet. <laughs> it was weird and, watching the video. Like it just kinda yeah. wild on out there. Waddled, yeah, it waddles, and when it like it wanted to smell the trap, so it standed up on its hind feet, and then it fell over, like it looked like it was drunk. Oh, and yeah. so I'm like, okay, you're not altogether there, but I still don't want you in my house. So I'm like watching and waiting, and it, I, the video you can see, I kind of lose track of him. I'm like, where the fuck did he go? And I walk over quietly, and he's sitting. He's so small. That he's sitting on the trigger of the trap, just <laughs> eating peanut butter, having the time of his life. Giving you the and bird. <laughs> what? Giving you the bird. Pretty much. And and so I'm like, Shh, he's going to run away. He's going to run away. He's going to eat himself fat, and then he's going to run away. And so I like tiptoe past the trap, get the broom, and I want to just budge the trap to get it to activate. I smack it. It doesn't activate. But this guy is having too much of a good time. He just keeps sitting, eating peanut butter. And so I stand up, hit it again, snaps the trap. We got him. You know, mission accomplished. Uh, Go back to the hub and get your rewards. Monster Hunter. (laughs) All done. Like, I am... Get your mouse hat. I I got my mouse... Yeah, carve him up. Make pants (laughs) out of this mouse. Um, But, we like... In retrospect, once we had him all captured, he was very—he's a very cute little mouse. Like we took a lot of pictures with him. I named him Stuart because Stuart Little, <laughs> and we walked him out to the park and we let him go. And we're like, "All right, we we did it. We did it. It's taken care of." And we come home. We're like, just in case he has family members, <clears throat> I reset the trap, and it still had peanut butter on it. And you know, I I only opened one door. Because I thought that the weight of supporting two doors on the trigger was preventing it from tripping. So it's closed on one end, open on one end, peanut butter, set it and forget it. 
um, my family came up to visit. So my sister stayed the night. And that was a funny thing of me telling her, hey, we found a mouse right after telling her she could stay in our guest bedroom. And she's <laughs> like, yeah, maybe do go get some traps. That would be great. Um, but, you know, nothing happened the first night and, or Saturday night. And so we're like, OK, we, we probably got them all. But I and I, you know, because me, I procrastinate. I didn't put the trap away yet. I was like, yeah, we'll leave it open for one more night. Go to bed. And then uh, this morning, Aaron has a to- like Aaron always wakes up before me to get ready for work. And she wakes me up with this tone of voice where it sounds like I'm in trouble. Like I was <laughs> I was I was racking my head trying to figure out what I did wrong the night before. But she was like, did you clean the trap and shut it? <laughs> and I said, no. And she says, well, there's no peanut butter. And the door is shut. There is no mouse. And so I'm like, crap. <laughs> so now we have some Houdini mouse that <laughs> is actually functional. Like, and Maybe it was light enough, the- light enough to not set up the trap like the last one. Right, right. So she's, she, she's like, before you go to work, I'm setting up the kill trap. Like, mm-hmm. it's happening. The dead and trap. So, <laughs> the dead trap, yes. Thank you. And I felt so bad because i was like i don't want to kill it's a mouse you know like it's a little cute thing we saw how cute the other one was even though it was stupid it makes and, me feel bad too right and so i was just like ah, i i want to give it a fighting chance so <laughs> i've reset up the live trap but i also i i fiddled with it a little bit to make sure that i put peanut butter on the far end and then i set up the trigger so that it's really sensitive to one side so that if he mm. steps up to get the peanut butter, it should snap shut. Mm-hmm. And hopefully the only way he got out last time was he was just persistent and desperate enough that he squeezed through. And I hope this time he'll stay in, in there. <laughs> um, but the, 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 death, the dead trap is right next to it. So he can choose whether he wants to live or die it'll kind you want of the depend. red blue red pill or red the pill or the pill. blue pill yeah. yeah uh it's 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 all gonna come down to whether the the bait <laughs> the bait in the death trap is tastier smelling than the peanut butter uh and i can't imagine it is but we will see come tomorrow morning what happens i i just i can't believe a couple things one how scared we are of the mice of the mouse <laughs> just because it's so small and it should it's cute it shouldn't be that you know it's probably like a disease thing where it's just like we're we don't want Wired other animals the... near, near where our food is yeah well that's so what i was so I, I, to get real for a second i think it's that your house is your sanctuary your sacred place that only things that you, yeah you have invited are allowed into and when there's intruder of any form it's unsettling this mouse isn't paying the mortgage. I am. <laughs> right. But like, like and if it, you give a mouse a cookie, the bastard never leaves. Yeah. I read that. I learned that as a child. I found now. Nobody laughed at that. Did you guys not <laughs> read any books? <laughs> I pretty much read that one with uh, Grover. Where it was Wait. like, don't turn the page. There's a monster at the end of this book. And he puts bricks on the page, and then I was like, I'm super strong, and I don't care what you have to say, Grover. And I turned the page through the whole book to the end. I don't know. I don't know. What I think it's literally called either. There's I a Monster. I have no idea what you're referencing. I think it's literally called There's a Monster at the End of This Book. Grover from like 
Sesame Street. Yeah. Nope, I did not read it. But if you give a mouse a cookie, that's like... I think I've probably read that one. That's a classic. But yeah, but anyways, regardless, my joke flew over these guys' heads. These uneducated <laughs> fools. Um, Uncultured but, swines. Yeah, it, part of it, I think you're right, is just they're an intruder and we don't like it. Yeah. Um, the second thing is... I, I don't know if this is my laziness and like my procrastination, uh, my inability to accept that there is a big problem and now we have to tackle it. Mm-hmm. I spent an inordinate amount of time trying to convince myself that peanut butter can evaporate. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. we caught the mouse. We caught the mouse. There must be another explanation. Yeah. And the thing my brain came up with was that peanut butter just disappears. <laughs> it's mostly liquid. Overnight. Right? It's mostly liquid. Mostly water. That is, a very, that is a very low boiling point. <laughs> 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 uh, can you imagine boiling peanut butter i don't want to oh, gotta but try that's, it now that, for the... that is yeah. my uh foray into monster hunting in real life <laughs> and i'll tell you more about it tomorrow uh i might have enough materials to make the jacket and helmet after my second capture <laughs> Matt, any good rpg starts with killing rats and mice somewhere so it does. Yeah, I'm going to be level three by tomorrow. Don't you worry. Yep. It took me till I was 27, but I'm finally level, leveling up. Um. So I don't. I think we've touched on this a few times in the past, but I wanted to bring it up formally this time. Um. So, like, do you guys find that you just get com- too comfortable in the things that you know and stay there too much? Like the the quick example would be like in like media being tvs movies video games books board games you know things like that board games isn't really a great example but um like for instance a big example for me is i love the dark souls series um in video games and i've played and beat dark souls one like four or five times and probably at least three quarters of those have been since dark souls three or Dark Souls 2 has come out, and I have yet to actually finish Dark Souls 3. But I've played Dark Souls 1. I'm thinking about playing it again, you know? Um, and mm-hmm. it's kind of the same thing with, like, TV shows. Like, I've watched Seinfeld four times instead of, you know, just watching a new show and having a new experience. Um, and, you know, anything like that. Movies, um I did mention board games, but I feel like that one's not a great example because like board games get better the better you, you learn them, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know, and they're different every yeah, time. Yeah, I even you know who you're playing games, with, honestly. Like, well, because I guess my issue not to kind of like interrupt you. You're good. I mean, okay, like. <laughs> Sorry. Um, my issue. <laughs> interrupt you by vomiting <laughs> on my desk. That's good. My That's issue good is listening noises. We got some full work from the mouth sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I have like uh, more commitment issues with it. I don't know uh, with more. I don't know if it's somewhat of us being uncomfortable because like I a lot of times have zero problem being like if I just want to turn my brain off, turning on something I've seen a thousand times than just playing golf on my phone. Mm hmm. But um, I think I just like 
sometimes just if I'm thinking about starting a new TV show or whatever, it's like, uh, like it's so it's such an investment of time because I'm at least going to get like four episodes into it. And at that point, if I don't like it, I have to make the decision like to, um, what is it called? The what fallacy, uh, sunk cost fallacy it and like keep watching it just because I kept watching it or like just admit that I wasted four hours of time, four hours that I could have been like really enjoying something. Mm-hmm. And I know the video games and TV shows and I even feel like with board games, it's like, uh, do I really want to invest the time to learn how to play this new board game when I know I could just go back to playing Quacks of Quedlinburg for the eight, 80th time? Well, in the thing row? with board games is that like it is exhausting learning a new one every time you sit down. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I kind of was thinking that might be a bad example. Whereas like a movie, like watching this movie is the same as watching that movie. You know what I mean? Like as far as effort. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. But yeah, like I, it, and I suppose like a follow up question too is like, is that a bad thing? I see. I, I was going to, I think when you brought this up, I was going to say, I think to an extent, it's not a bad thing because like I said, I think it's fine to just, you know, like when you had a long day at work or whatever, or you're just tired I don't think there's anything wrong with turning on. I mean, you're talking to the guy that has watched The Office like oh, oh, at least 10 times. Well, that's times why that's exactly why through. I brought it up because I assume you do that like for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not like, and I don't even, you know, after like the fourth time, you're not really sitting there and actually watching it. Like you'd watch a new TV show. It's more like it's on, I'm like playing on my phone or just kind of like daydreaming or whatever, just trying to relax. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think it's different, you know, on the other end of that spectrum, when I was really into Game of Thrones, you know, every, every Sunday night, like I only invited people over that I knew wouldn't talk through the whole thing. The lights would be off like you're like fully engaged into it. And I think I hate to say like it's harder to do that because it's still, you know, you're still watching a TV show, but it definitely requires a, a different amount of engagement. Mm-hmm um than just like watching you know seinfeld or the office over and over again so i think it's both i think if you know if you don't watch if you don't watch new things at the end of the day i don't really think you're going to be that much worse off for it other than you could be enjoying new things that you don't realize are out there but i don't know i and i I, i'm kind of in a spot right now where i don't watch anything new i just keep watching lord of the rings youtube videos it's like (laughs) like the main lore lore videos when i want Lore of the rings. I thought you meant doing Lord. Oh, wow. Lord. That was, good. that was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um I I when you say you're watching Lord of the Rings YouTube videos, you're watching like people discuss it, or are you doing what I have been doing lately for no good reason <laughs> and watching the like seven of ten clip of oh. whatever movie I do like those with no context. With no con, it's not yeah. like I'm going through them all. It's I I see four of ten show up on my news feed, and I go, oh, "I like the part where Gimli says the thing." <laughs> no, and yeah, I and I just, <laughs> those those aren't the ones that I, usually I'm watching the lore like video essay videos, but I do also mm. like um, the 14 long minute video of just Gimli grunting. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's I've I have been struggling with this too lately because on the one hand, you know, we have a finite amount of time on this yeah. earth. And I feel bad for you spending it on the same thing. But at the same time, if I as long as I'm enjoying it, like I don't feel I, I think if you're one of those people that was like 
got us got a feeling of clout or something by saying oh i've i've reread lord of the rings 12 times you know like you felt like you had to do it to show your allegiance to tolkien or some nonsense yeah. like then i could understand maybe that's not I've got the, healthy maybe i've got the blood altar in the basement for tolkien that's uh I don't know. <laughs> right right <laughs> Like if you're if you're forcing yourself to do a thing over and over again and you're and it's becoming a detriment to things, then mm-hmm. yeah, maybe take a look at it. But yep. right now I'm I'm rereading through the Dresden books, the Dresden files, which I know you guys respect and <laughs> admire as the like hot couture of literature. I am actually... As we've already established, not only in this episode, but in previous episodes of this podcast, how much you guys respect my interest <laughs> in literature and media as a whole. Um, For the record, I, I, I am actually also currently reading The Dresden Files right now. So, Oh, wow. Which one are you on? The first one. Oh, okay. I'm, yeah. s- I'm they, working slow. But- they... They are, they have not aged the greatest. No. Um, I will say that. Um, he's kind of a creep. They're still, he's <laughs> kind of a creep. Uh, he, he, I, what I, what I, the way, I, what I take solace in is that he has acknowledged that himself. Like the, the author has said, yeah, maybe start a book three a couple times where I, and even then, I know he still dives into it uh, from time to time. But, I don't know. I don't. I think it's because I read it back then when I was younger and stupider that I I have rose tinted glasses for it. Mm-hmm. But also he does rein it in to a certain point, and um, I don't know. It's just fun and it's popcorn. Like I can just mm. devour. I I started my reread earlier this year and I'm already on book five. Mm-hmm. Like you can just. I I could spend an afternoon and get through one. If mm-hmm. I was really dedicated and I just, and I have the whole shelf of them right here. I don't have to, I don't have to Amazon it. I don't have to wait for something to show up. So I, the convenience factor is definitely a thing. Yeah. I think that that's the, what, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I like wanted to keep reading the halo books, but they're almost hard to track down. I think I've talked about this before and it's like, man, do I really want to pay like $25 for the paperback book? I'm going to read once. Yeah. I think the thing that gets me thinking about it is like taking video games as a good example. Um, you know, I've got this backlog of games I want to play and games that I already own because I picked them up on sale or got them for Christmas or my birthday or whatever. Um, and I know I've got this backlog staring me in the face. And then I still willingly like go, okay, well, I feel like playing Dark Souls <laughs> 1. So I'm just going to yeah. play that again, even though like it's to the point that you know, Thomas, before he had played, before he had beaten Tar- Dark Souls 1, Tom would stream it to me and I could just be like, all right, turn left. There's an item. All right, go forward. Step mm-hmm. left. There's a guy jumping out. Okay, kill him. Okay, now move. You know, like, yeah. like I've obviously got the game. Like, I've I've played the game Chris enough. Chris reading, the, ma- enough, <laughs> reading the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, and then, and that's kind of the question is like, you know, I don't know. Should I feel bad about that? I guess. I get. I don't think you should feel bad about it, but I, I don't know. I kind of see it as like a more extreme example might be someone that like just decides never to travel anywhere um, because they think you know like everything they need is where they are, which is like 
true to an extent, but it's like you almost kind of feel bad for those people. You know, if traveling is not your gig, then that's fine. But it's 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 just like there's more like there's fun stuff to see out there, and like you just kind of like never getting out of the things that you like to do can be kind of a hindrance to just missing out on other stuff that you could be doing that's fun. Yeah, but I mean, I think you know that's the, I think the difference between like books and movies and TV shows and games is that that's kind of like all for relaxation and just you know enjoying and and kind of like pumping those good endorphins into your brain Mm -hmm. um so i don't know i would i don't think it's really a hindrance until you really feel like you can't enjoy new things at all and i think you do and i think you specifically you still play I know you play like a lot of the Dark Souls one and stuff, but I mean, just like this last two weeks, I know you've been playing like two new games. And you're also the guy that's always coming to us with a new game every Mm -hmm. now and then being like, hey, (laughs) have you heard about this obscure Scandinavian Mm -hmm. survival horror (laughs) uh, fifth person shooter? Yeah. It'll change your mind. Here's a here's a three hour video for it. (laughs) Well, and and, (laughs) yeah, I, I do do that one and I feel bad. But it's also no, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, hey, I get to call you guys out on some. <laughs> Come on, um, this is my turn. <laughs> uh, sorry, I had to um, think about two things at once. You know, because I've got my marker hotkey for whenever Matt swears. Um, <laughs> really, we're gonna really, think it wow. on Matt. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just counter, boof, like. like. <laughs> literally <laughs> it's just it's like he was waiting for it um no i just i had an awkward gap trying to figure out where that button was and i just decided oh. to say the first thing that came to my head um <laughs> but uh yeah i don't and, and i think i have talked about this before but i think like i get a little bit i feel like i'm walking this fence line between i want to play and see all these new books and games and stuff and like I'm checking off a laundry list that mm-hmm. I feel like I need to do, you know? And, mm-hmm. and sometimes I like, I don't know. I think way too hard about it. Like, I don't know why I can't just like do the thing that I like, whatever that is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's Maybe so I'm relaxing getting... when something comes along and just forces that yeah, to you. Like yeah. every now and then I'll, I'll be in the same thing where it's just like, I don't know what, like, right now, even, I've got so many games to play, and I'm just like, what am I going to do? And then Monster Hunter Rise comes out and, like, bursts through my brain like the Kool-Aid man. (laughs) And it's just like, hey, this is what you're going to be, you're going to be humming this theme song uh, (laughs) all day today for the next three weeks. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. That's my, that's kind of my thing, I guess. I, there's, I realize it's one of those things that there's not really like an answer for necessarily. I think, yeah. I think the long and short of it is, is it's fine as long as you are still deriving enjoyment out of it and you're not doing it to the detriment of your, I don't know, your growth as a person. Yeah. I'm not doing like, it to have know. like the like, the ammo of like the, my, my the punches in my nerd card or something like that. Right, right, right. Or also, I a different way to frame it, and I know we're all guilty of it, so it's going to hurt us all equally. <laughs> is uh, it's not so much the fact that you are playing playing these old games when you have a backlog. 
It's that you keep buying games to add to the backlog mm. without working on playing any of them. Yeah. That yeah. that that has a measurable detrimental effect on our wallets. <laughs> yeah. 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 And <laughs> There's no reason for it except for the dopamine that I get when I buy the definitive edition bundle of all three uh, Age of Empires like I did this weekend <laughs> on sale. So I saved $25, so I had to do it. And the sale was done yesterday, so why? I mean, I couldn't wait. What Sometime, if I wanted to play those, which I haven't? Sometimes I like the idea of getting into something but then when i sit there and think about it, i'm like no i don't actually want to do that is this, I, I think are we talking about the sewing machine is that where this is going no no the sewing machine <laughs> is going to happen eventually i'm not giving up on it yet this is uh, the episode. back to episode three yeah. wow <laughs> but but i mean like do you ever you ever think like oh yeah i'm gonna go play this game and like i'm really excited to play the game and then you get on your whatever to play it and it's like five minutes and you're like i don't want to play this anymore <laughs> i'm already bored of this yeah yeah and that's when it's best to just rip cord out yeah. and just go to the next thing. I, I think I try to min-max the most amount of fun I can possibly have, too, which is part of my issue where if I'm playing something and I'm having an okay time, it's like, oh, man, could I be having more fun playing such and such game? Where it's not really like I am excited to go play something else. It's just I want to be excited to go play something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have that excited to play something else, and but like I still kind of feel like playing video games, it kind of leaves you in an awkward spot. Yeah. I've been in that position too where like I think the answer is video games and I'm like playing, I've played like 18 different games that day, five minutes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Or you just, how I have, there's been many a time when like other people have been in the Discord server and I just like click through my game library over and over and over and over again and it's like going when you're when you're hungry but you're not hungry for anything in the fridge (laughs) and you keep going back to the fridge and each time you open it your expectations just get like a little or your standards drop a little bit for what you'll you're willing to eat and then you just give up and Mm -hmm. eat a wad of shredded cheese out of the drawer yeah (laughs) it just feels disgusting but (laughs) do it anyways (laughs) and this has been Winging It Podcast, episode 69. <laughs> ah. um, thank you so much. For, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. If nothing, nothing sexier than mice, social anxiety, and uh, backlogs. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can find the rest of them on wingitpod.com or in the places that you listen to podcasts. Along with our video game episodes, which are not on wingitpod.com, but they are under their own thing now on Spotify and other places you listen to, vi- listen to video games. That's what I was going to say. Listen to podcasts. Um, it's called Winging It Commander. So, and I believe we have a new episode coming out this Thursday. So get excited for that. We're going to try to make it more regular and bi-weekly. So um, that's the thing. If you liked our artwork, you can... It was done by Jeff Fenton, and you can get a hold of him to do artwork for you at J-E-F-F-F-E-N-T-O-N-303 at gmail.com. And send us an email, and we'll talk about stuff that you want to, you, like, what's what's ailing you? What's on your... You want us to talk about. Yeah, what's on uh, what's on your How mind? many mice do you have in your house? Yeah, if you have a response to anything we talked about in any of our episodes, uh, this one or previous ones, send us an email, or if you are um, being harassed by rodents or whatever um whatever problems you have send us an email we'll talk about it we'll try to give it our silver bullet that we're famous for um (laughs) so uh 
share this with your friends and um, have a good week. We will talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.